Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So, talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com. If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Fiction. Science fiction. Horror. Fantasy. Crime. LGBT. Thriller. You have now entered the House of Mystery. With your hosts, Eric Shapiro. David North Martino, John Copenhaver, and Al Warren. Heard on KCB 106.5 FM Los Angeles, 102.3 FM Riverside, and 1050 AM Palm Springs. Uh, now, uh, today we're going to get into uh, a certain segment uh, of conspiracy and we're going to talk about QAnon and uh, what is it uh, do we need it who is it and what 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 what's going on like uh, where's it come from and and who's buying into it and uh, we've uh, got a researcher and a, an anonymous QAnon podcaster and we'll call him Travis View um, thank you for joining us today Trav Al, Joe, thank you so much for having me on. So let's just start with that right out the gate. Uh, QAnon, what is it? Like, what does it mean? So for the people that don't know anything about it or they've heard the name floating around, but they don't sure. really get what this is, maybe maybe give us a rundown on that. Sure. Well, uh, yeah, uh, QAnon is a very elaborate sort of uh, Internet-based conspiracy theory. In fact, it's, it's almost like a, uh, uh, a meta-conspiracy theory that connects almost every other conspiracy theory you might, might have heard of. And it basically reports that there is sort of uh, an evil worldwide cabal of people who really control the world. They control all politicians and they control the media 
and uh, they controlled it. So, so everything basically, like like a lot of conspiracy theories, possible everything that we know in day to day life is just a lie. But but uh, this cabal has a, a foe in Donald Trump. Since Donald Trump was elected, he is doing battle with this evil worldwide cabal, and he's getting assistance from this uh, this entity in military intelligence called the Q Team. And Q Team is a group of unknown people who are who are helping uh, Trump in in the United States government. And and uh, but Q Team isn't uh, isn't you know just uh, doing this all in darkness. They believe that uh, that this Q Team, who is close to President Trump, is sort of communicating very subtly in coded messages through um, these posts on the image boards 4chan and 8chan. And so periodically, this, uh, this entity known as Q will make a message, and they're, they're usually very, very cryptic. And um, the, the QAnon community, the people who believe in the, this conspiracy theory, believe that they can sort of know what's really going on by decoding these, these posts, which they call Q drops. So it, it's basically, you know, it's this, uh, it's this idea that, uh, you know, that this evil worldwide cabal is, is going to go down, you know, any day now. And, and through decoding these Q drops, then we can know how and when and uh, everything else that's secretly going on behind the scenes. Hmm. How does that work? But Donald Trump can't read. <laughs> uh, well, they, they, well, they actually, uh, uh, it's, it's also based on the sort of the assumption that Donald Trump is is actually super hyper competent. He believes that this was that his running for election and helping take down the, the cabal was uh, sort of uh, in the works for for decades. This was all part of a grand elaborate plan that uh, Trump was in on. So talk a little bit more about this globalist cabal that controls everything. Now, what I hear from from some of the supporters of this conspiracy theories that these are satanic child molesters and they run a, a sex trafficking ring and and this is connected to, yes. to, to the Pizzagate. Is, is, is that true? That's uh, yes, that's that's definitely part of the theory as well. It was like a Pizzagate was really a predecessor to uh, to 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 QAnon. Well, sort of Pizzagate sort of uh, posited that there was sort of uh, underground sort of sex trafficking and, you know, uh, child abuse and pedophilia being run out of like DC or the CL, you know, this particular DC pizza parlor. Uh, QAnon thinks that it's sort of going on all over the world. And like almost everyone who's, who's really powerful or wealthy or, um, you know, or famous in any sense is kind of, kind of in on it. They're kind of in on this, uh, this sort of this, this uh, sex trafficking. They believe that they use uh, like um, you know child abuse and pedophilia as a way to sort of blackmail powerful people to keep them in in the, so that the cabal can sort of like keep those people in line. And so uh, yeah, so there so the, the idea that there is a lot of you know hidden child abuse certainly plays into that as well. So it's a very so these people to believe that this is true. I mean, it's one thing to say. You know, there's there's somebody named Q who's giving us secret messages. It's another thing to say that the world is such an evil place where, you know, it's completely controlled by the most evil elements possible. 
Because it's it's not like saying, oh, we're controlled by rich people or we're controlled by rich people who are mean or controlled by rich people who are murderers. I mean, they've gone after the absolutely worst thing anyone could be. They're running a child sex traffic trade. I mean, it's it's yeah. pretty dark, right? It is. It is. It's yeah. It's it's not just that these people are you know they're not just they're not merely sort of self interested or selfish. They're not just you know they're not just you know the elite keep keeping regular people down. They are like active Satan worshippers. They actively do incredible harm to people. In fact, some even believe that um, that they uh, like literally uh, like uh, kill and sacrifice chil- uh, children in order to get uh, adrenochrome, which is, which is a real substance, but, uh, but they, people in the QAnon community, and this is a prior, this, this conspiracy theory existed prior to QAnon, but they kind of uh, absorbed it, is the idea that this is a substance that gives the elites, um, uh, get, makes them high and sort of helps them uh, reverse aging. So they, they basically, they literally believe that the, this evil elite cabal kills children for their blood, basically. And, and is this linked in to the idea of, of uh, I know that there was a leak in some emails where it suggested that John Podesta, who's a Hillary Clinton confidant, yeah. uh, was engaged in, he was having people over for spirit cooking. And, and the Q yeah. people took this to mean that they were going to do some sort of human sacrifice. Yes, yes. So, so yeah, the funny thing yeah, about that, that, that that's that also uh, this is another way in which sort of Q, uh, Pizzagate was sort of a predecessor to QAnon, because people who believed in Pizzagate thought that by sort of decoding certain um, code words or sort of messages in the Podesta emails, like pizza or hot dog or whatever, these sort of meant these sort of meant secret things, and they had to be decoded in order to be understood. And one of them was uh, spirit cooking, and this is you know this is sort of a Funny story. That, that was a um, that was a uh, that was actually a the, the real spirit cooking dinner was a uh, Kickstarter reward from uh, performance artist Maria uh, Abramovich, and she actually listed the spirit cooking dinner on her uh, Kickstarter on her uh, Kickstarter page. Sort of like she, uh, and so it's sort of. And I always thought it was kind of absurd to believe that this was a sort of satanic ritual because. She's not covering up very well if she's advertising it as a Kickstarter reward, you know. <laughs> yeah. So I guess if you're doing this satanic, you know, uh, uh, child eating, you wouldn't. You, yeah, you would probably wouldn't put it on Kickstarter. But if yeah. you have the world view, I guess, where the entire world is just this, then it, I guess it would make sense then, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean. It, there's this idea that um, there is this idea something that they say a lot in the QAnon community is that uh, symbolism will be their downfall. Where if they if they sort of they they sort of the idea that these satanic elites sort of signal to each other in these subtle ways and they can't help it. And this is sort of how they are able to sort of communicate both both openly to each other but secretly to to uh, most of the world. So yeah, there there is a sort of idea that. That the you know the evil satanic elites use a sort of a secret language that sort of most people can't pick up on. So, how many people do you find when you follow this online are are, are actively following um, QAnon? That's a that's a that's a very that's a very difficult question. You know the um, the the it's, I, I often I often speculate. You no, know, so the um, 
the biggest sort of uh, QAnon subreddit um, uh, on on the, the Reddit uh, platform had over seventy thousand subscribers um, before it was shut down, and there are several um, there are several sort of uh, big sort of QAnon names that have tens of thousands of followers. Um, um, and they're and they're all very active. And if you do a Twitter audit, it shows that they're that the majority of them aren't bots. So if I if I were to speculate, it would probably be you know somewhere at a hundred thousand or so. Uh, there there isn't there just there just is not it, 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 do not sort of take anything I say as anything more than sort of like speculation based upon very very limited data. But it is a very very active community. They're on they're on. Uh, Several platforms. They're on uh, 8chan, for example, where lots and lots of believers get together and make theories. They're on uh, Twitter. There's lots and lots of people who make who regularly make YouTube videos to sort of uh, show their decodes and, and sort of uh, offer new theories for the community. So the, the, the honest answer is I have no idea how big the community is, but it, it is very very active. So, Travis, you referred to this conspiracy theory as sort of a meta-conspiracy theory, where you're yeah. people are attaching lots of different conspiracy theories together. So what are some of the sort of stranger things that you've seen um, attached into this? Well, you know, one of the, one of the I think, one of the most bizarre conspiracy theories, and this is, this is something that's sort of, um, again, kind of existed before, but... But it was sort of, um, it was sort of like sucked up by the, by the, or sort of absorbed by the Q9 community is the idea that, uh, Hillary Clinton, uh, wanted to, um, that she, that she killed, uh, JFK Jr. in the 1999 plane crash, um, uh, off of, uh, in, in the, in the Atlantic Ocean. So, of course, that, that's not true. It was thoroughly investigated. There was that uh, 1999 plane crash that killed JFK Jr. was caused due to uh, pilot error, but uh, a lot of people believe that uh, a lot uh, JFK Jr. wanted to wanted uh, the New York was it the New York uh, Senate seat that Hillary was running for, and so evil Hillary Clinton went and uh, actually killed her, but uh, killed him. But the interesting thing is that the QAnon community they take it a step further. They say that. Hillary Clinton only attempted to kill JFK Jr. in that plane crash, but uh, in reality, he survived, and now he's currently working with Donald Trump in order to help take down the cabal. So I guess the and, conspiracy uh, theory that Clinton killed JFK Jr. isn't good enough. You have no. to you have to develop a conspiracy theory. You have to take that as fact, and then take a conspiracy <laughs> theory that builds off of that. Yes, it is. Yeah, they. If, if this is this, I really, I really, I'm really fascinated by the sort of. It's almost like a sect of QAnon because, actually, the entity Q has been asked about this uh, on HN directly, and uh, some other anon on HN asked Q, um, "Is JFK Jr. alive?" And Q said, "No." N O period, which is very unusual. Usually. Usually Q speaks of these really cryptic phrases or they use uh, Socratic questions, leading questions to sort of draw people into an answer. So this is a direct denial of that element of the conspiracy theory. But this community who believes that JFK Jr. is alive and helping Donald Trump, 
persists. They get together, they make these long, long videos sort of explaining about what they believe JFK Jr. is up to. And uh, it is it, it is extremely bizarre. It's, it's, I can't describe anything else besides sort of like a, a, a total assault on reality. It's strange. So why do you think they picked out JFK Jr.? Because that seems so obscure. It was 20 years ago that, that he passed. Yeah. So, 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 where do you think the fascination comes from? Is it is it just they're looking for things to connect to Clinton somehow, and this had some sort of loose connection, or? Um, you know, I have a yeah, I have a lot of theories about why they're particularly enamored with JFK Jr. I think the first the, the first the first element is the is the fact that they have uh, they're really attracted to uh, conspiracy theorists generally are fascinated with JFK. Um, you know, they believe that uh, that uh, that uh, he was taken out by the deep state, for example, and um, and um, that uh, JFK Jr. is sort of like that they were you know targeting JFK Jr. possibly for the same reasons. The other aspect is that is that is that um, you know they want a lot of QAnon people. They they it is sort of generally considered to be a far right conspiracy theory, but they have this vision that is going to be a bipartisan movement. And so since uh, JFK Jr. is a, uh, you know, was a, was a Democrat, they have this idea that he's going to come back and he's going to sort of like uh, help Donald Trump, the Republican, and sort of build this sort of like this bipartisan uh, movement within the, within the QAnon community. So that's pretty interesting. I remember when this sort of broke out in the media um, last August, and it was because some Q supporters wore their Q shirts and memorabilia to a Trump rally in Florida. That, yes. That's when the media really started to catch on, and there hadn't been any polling at that point. And I and I did a sort of a strange impromptu poll of Florida, and found mm-hmm. that it yeah. you know it wasn't that well liked. In fact, it was sort of poorly liked. Um, but mm-hmm. re- how Republicans and Democrats rated it didn't vary that much. Yeah. Um, Republicans liked it a little bit more than Democrats, but not much. And it made me think, you know, there are actually high-profile left-leaning people that have gotten into this, like Roseanne Barr, for for example. That's true, yes. And, and I think she was a socialist, but somehow a Trump supporter, and she was into the whole um, satanic sex ring thing. And she thought all that was going on, and that Trump was somehow a champion fighting all this. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. The thing is, is that yeah, there is it's a very sort of I, I guess I would have to describe it as sort of a populist movement, and um, in the sense that they think that the problem isn't any particular uh, political party or any sort of either dominant. Uh, uh, political um, philosophy. They just sort of imagine that is sort of the the elites and uh, sort of the, the the entrenched establishment who's uh, who's doing all these evil things. As an example, they uh, they uh, despised well as as you know as sort of lots of other Republicans did. They despised John McCain while he's alive, and uh, they also despised uh, George H. W. Bush. They sort of thought he was sort of a CIA. He was a former CIA guy. He, they sort of just saw him as sort of the elite establishment who was part of this cabal. Is it the case that they thought that George H. W. Bush, who passed away recently, that he was still alive and was actually arrested for his supposed running a child sex ring too? 
Yes, in 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 both in both the case of the passing of uh, John McCain and George H. W. Bush, they thought that they many in the QAnon community thought they didn't they didn't just pass away from uh, uh, brain cancer, which is not John McCain or uh, or natural causes. They thought that they actually um, they thought they they were actually executed for their crimes secretly, and uh, they would they were. It, the narrative that they usually posit is that they were sort of given the choice to um, to to be executed silently rather than it be revealed all of the evil things that they had truly done. Which, of course, is, I don't think they've really thought through what a dark and terrible vision this is of the justice system, where you can sort of be tried and executed for secret reasons. But uh, this is sort of the, the the explanation that they've been given. It doesn't seem like the sort of justice that that anyone would want. You know, it seems like they're going from one dark reality, you know, where you have really evil people running things to another one where, oh, we have the bad people and we just force execute them in darkness. And without any sort of trial or, or any uh-huh. sort of protections. Yeah, it is. Again, it is really, really dark. But they sort of, yeah, they sort of see it as a sort of a... Um, a, a way to sort of counteract the, the the secret evil things that have been doing that 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 uh, the evil cabal has been doing. Yeah, they they are sometimes they even sort of they they openly sort of dream as sort of like a a a military sort of uh, sort of martial law at least temporarily in order to sort of rid you know the government of these all these uh, all these evil people. They even sometimes. Uh, fantasize about um, like uh, U.S. citizens being sent to uh, Guantanamo Bay, uh, the Guantanamo Bay uh, you know, prison, which is, uh, yeah, of course, absurd. This is, you know, a U.S. citizen has never been a military detainee. Yeah, so I guess there's there's this view that there's going to be these secret military tribunals where there's going to be mass executions of all of these uh, members of the cabal. Um, without any sort of trial, um, is it, it, so it seems like an extreme, you know, view. But I guess it, does it does it build off this idea that they think that the whole Mueller investigation is isn't what it seems to be? It's to them Mueller is really working for Trump, and he, his indictments are all going after the secret cabal. Is that the case? Yes, there is. There, it's funny thing. It's like they, they actually they waffle sometimes on uh, on Mueller, but um, the uh, there there is a large segment of the community who believes that uh, that he is secretly working for Trump and he's only pretending to investigate Donald Trump and the people of Donald Trump's circle in in order to basically gain the trust of Democrats and the the uh, the liberal what they call the mockingbird media. And the idea is that by tricking everyone, uh, sort of uh, uh, people who are liberals and on the left, in order to uh, sort of trust and be invested in Mueller's findings, then they won't be able to reject them once he comes out and reveals that you know Hillary Clinton and John Podesta and uh, James Comey and all these people did these evil, evil things. So, so one question I have to ask is, what do we do about this? I mean, this is this became very big on 8chan and 4chan, but as you said, it really spread out. So you have this this small army of dedicated followers. 
um, who have set up other channels, you know, to sort of decode all of these messages. Like you can go onto YouTube and there's so many people in this, you know, I, I would call it a community. Um, so yeah. I have to wonder, like, what can be done? Because it seems so dark and it, and it is potentially dangerous, right? I mean, yes, yes, there, it, it is, it, there, there is some sense of danger. There is a, you know, there's a, a case in which a, uh, man basically shut down the freeway near the, um, Hoover Dam because he wanted President Trump to release the second inspector general report, which doesn't exist because he was a, but he thought it existed because he was a QAnon believer. There's another case in which a, someone who, um, in Seattle, a man named, uh, Bucky Wolf, who really bought into QAnon, wound up um, uh, killing his brother with a sword because, he, as he told police, that he believed that his brother was a lizard. Um, and uh, is, if this is yeah, so this is really problem. The, the, the question as to uh, like what can be done about sort of the, these people who, by all appearances, seem to be uh, that detaching from reality. And in at least a couple of examples, I have been sort of uh, act violence. Is that I I really I really don't know. <laughs> I mean, I wish I wish I had a really more satisfactory answer for you. But I mean, I'm sure. I mean, I'm sure as well as. Yeah, you, you probably you know better than most. Then, but people who are deeply invested in a in a belief system or a, a cult basically can sort of withstand years and years of failed predictions and you know just shrug them off or rationalize them away in one way or another. And so they really do seem very invested and trapped in this completely absurd belief system. I wish I wish I had I wish I had an answer. I, I I'm hoping someone smarter than me comes up with some way to sort of uh, rehabilitate them back in the sort of like normal uh, I guess more sort of like a mainstream political discourse. And but um, I just yeah, I just don't know. So now, do we know who Q is? Or, or who, who's behind this? Or what? What kind of is it? A group? Is it one person? It's well, yeah. I mean, it is. The, the, I mean, the short answer is um, we we really don't know for for certain. It, it, a lot of a lot of the evidence that sort of I've seen is sort of it. It was sort of created initially. The first couple posts were um, created initially by a. Basically, this group of um, uh, small group of like social media hackers, basically, and then it was and then it was picked up by um, by uh, a group that currently runs a uh, by a stream called a Patriots Soapbox. There was a great um, NBC News article that sort of tracked down that uh, it, the the sort of individuals that were seemed to be responsible for the rise of. Um, of uh, QAnon, and uh, one of them is uh, one of them is uh, the person who founded the Patriot Soapbox live stream, and he goes by the name of Pamphletanon or Coleman Rogers, and uh, he seems to appear to post as Q a couple times, but it's possible that uh, basically the, um, the the password for the, the trip code, which is how you uh, post how you uh, post as sort of a, a specific individual on these. 
Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie, All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. Hey, everyone. I've been on the go recently. Phoenix, Kansas City, Chicago. If you're like me and have a home but aren't always at home, you have an Airbnb. Hosting your home or a spare room is a very practical side hustle. If you live in a big game town, you can Airbnb your place for fans to stay in. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash post. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volur XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. It has sort of changed hands a few times. So, so there, is, there is some information on people who are sort of involved in sort of the, the, the real people behind Q, um, but who is currently posting as Q and how involved the, the, the Patriot Soapbox team and Coleman Rogers are right now is, uh, is unknown. So, so was there a need, a natural need, and was, was Q sort of developed out of uh, uh, some sort of resistance or a fear, um, or is it something that was created to help uh, okay, the Trump government, or or something like. I'm just trying to get to the origins of why they created um, this queue and started running with it. Well, yeah, I mean, there's there's a you know there's a lot of speculation that that a lot of people who sort of bought and sort of the, the um, before long before QAnon, there were people who bought into this sort of this Pizzagate thinking that. Hillary Clinton and uh, maybe a lot of Democratic elites were involved in this horrifying child trafficking rings, and 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 these these children needed to be not only freed, but Hillary Clinton needed to be uh, charged for these these horrifying crimes. 
And then as time went on into after Trump was elected and uh, people maybe who Trump supporters and people who bought, bought into Pete's gate specifically um, sort of noticed that, you know, these, these, these children weren't being freed, you know, uh, Hillary Clinton wasn't being arrested for, you know, running a child trafficking ring. And it seemed like nothing was happening in that sort of this particular fantasy world, basically. And so QAnon, people sort of bought into QAnon in order to resolve that contradiction. And the idea that the, the reason why, you know, we're not seeing dozens of children being freed from this uh, sex trafficking ring, and the reason we aren't seeing John Podesta or Hillary Clinton being arrested is because uh, Donald Trump is doing a lot of behind-the-scenes secret work in order to make this happen, but it involves taking down this evil elite. And so there's this, there's this big dramatic story that sort of explains why that that why uh, what uh, the sort of the Pizzagate believers thought was going to happen wasn't happening yet. So there's a lot of failed predictions, right? It seems as though yeah. Q keeps coming out and saying this is going to happen, that's going to happen, and then when they don't, um, he's got to come out and tell his his followers, "Oh, um, you need to be more patient." Yep. Or or I mean, something yeah. like true trust the plan, and, and eventually it's going to happen. But it seems like nothing's happening. Yeah, I mean, there yeah there there really are a lot of examples of of uh, Q. Saying something specific is going to happen and just not happening. I mean, the one that I often return to is is um, is uh, Q once said that uh, November 11th, 2018, would be uh, the day that uh, would be a parade that the world wouldn't forget, and this would be the day the world was truth. This is one of the few times that Q offered a very specific date, and um, it's and of course, of course, nothing. Of course, nothing really, really happened then. And then there was another time where where they said that the truth would learn, would, the world would learn the truth in July, and of course that didn't happen. And they, and they predicted a uh, red October. They thought that all of these these uh, deep state cabal arrests would happen in October, and of course that didn't happen. And they, yeah, again, they they shrug these off lots of different ways. And uh, a common way is they that they is that Q says disinformation is necessary. What's really interesting is that is that whenever there's sort of like a failed prediction, it doesn't seem like things are going like they're supposed to, according to what Q was saying. They believe that this is actually uh, necessary disinformation in order to trick the cabal or to make make them make a mistake or to fool them in some sort of sense. And so they they sort of buy this explanation that well, that you know this was basically Q was lying to us, but Q was lying to us for our own good. There was sort of like there's sort of a good legitimate justification for the failed prediction, even if we don't realize what it is. So it becomes sort of unfalsifiable that there's no way to test if this is real or not because whether the predictions are, you know, whether they come true or not, they're always true. There's there's Absolutely. no way to say Absolutely. they're wrong. <laughs> you know, we see. If you go back, you can see religious cults who've done the same thing, where they say, "Oh, the world's going to end." You know, next Tuesday, and then when it doesn't end, the the preacher has to come out and say, "Well, your prayers saved us," or, um, you know, God set a new date, or, um, uh, you know, God told me I'm not supposed to know the real date, so He's punishing us by not destroying the world. So we see these sort of strategies over and over again in other contexts, but it's interesting to see it here. 
um, in, in, in a way. I mean, would you categorize this as a cult? And is it different than a typical cult? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it really strikes me as uh, it, it is kind of like a cult. It's 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 almost like um, uh, you know a, a a cargo cult in a, in a way. They, they 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 just sort of believe that you know if they can um, um, you know if they they sort of know the secrets to this this uh, incredible prosperous time that's just around the corner. And uh, if they sort of like they if they sort of like if they believe hard enough, <laughs> they can they can make it happen. So I was going to say, you know, what about the Hoover Dam incident? Like when um, that Matthew Wright um, was 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 going out, and he said he was on a mission by by Q. Um, mm-hmm. did, did, like, isn't that something we have to be worried about? Um. Yeah, I mean, obviously, obviously there are, I mean, obviously there are people who who take it who take it too far, um, and uh, there, there, I mean, there was even there was even another incident in which uh, a man who is um, who is uh, currently currently in custody for as an arson suspect for allegedly uh, setting a pizza uh, was it Comet Ping Pong on fire, which is the uh, DC pizzeria who. Uh, people believe was the was at the center of pizza game and um and there was discovered that uh his his parents uh youtube account posted a, a QAnon video so uh, technically his, his motive is unknown but uh, it looks like he may have had some QAnon influences as well i mean i mean the answer is i mean yes yes there has there has been some really concerning incidents of uh violence or near violence and i think that uh because these people are so Detached from reality, that that is a concern. But uh, I think that that like the majority of people that of QAnon followers that that I interact with, um, you know, they they really believe that they really believe in sort of they advocate nonviolence and they think that uh, they they that uh, they don't want to do anything. The, uh, the 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 interesting thing is like I often th- see these a lot of these QAnon people they really crave some sort of great a change, a great sort of revolution. They almost want uh, sort of a dramatic sort of uh, French Revolution sort of style, but they they don't want to actually have to you know wheel out the guillotines and storm the Bastille themselves. They sort of imagine that Q team and sort of the military will take care of getting rid of all the aristocrats for them, basically. So one thing that I'm reminded of throughout all this is that Oliver Stone's JFK. Because people look at this Q thing and they say, oh, my God, that's sort of new. But if you go back to to, to JFK, that movie, I mean, there you had pedophiles. You had um, an underground, you know, uh, it was an underground homosexual community. But Oliver Stone portrayed them as pedophiles. Um, and they were working with pretty much everyone, every government agency at every level to kill and then cover up the assassination of JFK. Um, yeah. So some of these ideas to me don't seem really new. They just seem rehashed, um, you know, and, and designed to paint Trump in a, you know, in a much better light than what the mainstream media does. Yeah, yeah, you know, it's 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 it, 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 like well, a lot of these sort of themes about QAnon. Yeah, they aren't new. I think I think the the interesting twist on this, you know, uh, to QAnon, I think 
I, my speculation about the reason why it's been so successful is that almost every sort of like major conspiracy theory, they posit a sort of a hyper competent villain, you know, someone who there's there's these sort of these, ev- these super evil, powerful people who are able to pull off these uh, dramatic conspiracies and then cover them up perfectly so that, you know, no, there's basically no real solid proof that they ever happened. <laughs> they're, they're super, super hyper-competent. And then what QAnon does is that it pairs that hyper-competent villain, who's the cabal, with a hyper-competent um, hero, who, are, who is Q-Team and Trump and the White Hats. So they think that they're pulling off this counter-conspiracy almost, because it, it is basically conspiracy, the idea that Trump and the White House are all secretly battling people. And so that, that uh, sort of that dramatic conflict between these uh, two basically super hyper competent organs, hyper competent organizations, I think is very uh, appealing to a lot of people, and I think this is why it sort of it, it, it has taken off. So, what should we expect? I mean, we've seen uh, you know a small number of people take violence, um, you know, who believed in this. It's not necessarily the case that they wouldn't have done it anyway, or wouldn't have done it based on some other conspiracy theory, but this. Right. You know, it's such a dark vision that we have to expect that, you know, somebody's going to want to fight fire with fire. And I'm almost surprised that there isn't more. I mean, I, I've heard about, you know, a group of armed men in the Arizona desert who are looking for these satanic sex traffickers. Um, yes, yes. Um, but um, it, it seems like we should expect more of this, right? Um, I mean, I... I, I'll, I'll say that I wouldn't, I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, um, you know, I think that uh, I've, some people have even made uh, uh, parallels or uh, drawn comparisons between QAnon and uh, Am Shirikyo, the, uh, the Japanese cult, which, um, you know, uh, killed uh, several people in a, uh, uh, basically a poison attack in a subway. And uh, they're concerned that it might even escalate to that uh, level one said, obviously, I do not know if it's going to get quite quite that uh, dangerous and bad and deadly. But um, yeah, but uh, people who are stuck in the cult mindset are certainly capable of doing dangerous things, and it's something that uh, that uh, we should watch out for. I'll say that. Do, do you find that uh, you know when we mention cult and QAnon, um, how do the people that are following it are they? Um, split from relationships with their families, just like a cult, or does does everybody accept it? Hmm. it the thing is, is that yeah, when you is is that you you actually often see this more often when you get into sort of private Facebook groups. <laughs> they they don't they don't uh, they only don't don't admit that admit this publicly quite as much. But for a lot of people in the QAnon community, they, they do op- openly confess that uh, QAnon has cause people cause them to sort of separate from the family it's strain the, the relationships it's uh it's because they're so absorbed in this dramatic battle that they think is going on and they think that this is way more important than you know their personal um their personal sort of relationships i mean i almost see it as sort of a way that it, it, for a lot of people it's, it's pretty clear that it gives them a sense of purpose, you know, in a way that perhaps their family life or their career or other religion or their lack thereof just isn't. And so it is, it is cult-like in that, that sense as well, yeah. 
So it's you know a lot of times these conspiracy theories you would think they would really make people miserable because if you walked around all day saying oh our world is controlled by satanic child molesters then that's a dark place to live but it seems like this conspiracy theory sort of gives these people hope in some some sense in that yeah, yeah they they think elites are up to the worst things imaginable but they think that there's a way out and that this Q thing is signaling sort of a, a brighter, better future. That's true. You know, it is funny. when, when Whenever I ever ask people, at least I, I get QAnon people to sort of entertain the possibility that QAnon is false, it's never they, – they only, they only seem capable of entertaining the possibility that uh, that Q team is working to take down the cabal is false. They always assume that the cabal still exists. That's certainly real. That's unquestionably true, and all these evil things are going on. But if QAnon is false, it only means that this evil cabal will stay in power, and there's there's nobody working to help take them down. So it seems very dark, but but in their in their mindset and their worldview, this this the 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 sort of the the Q entity is a hero who is making the world brighter. So. I guess one final question that I have is, is we don't know who this Q person or persons is, but I mean, given that some people have taken the violence on this and that we have reports of people sort of buying into it and, um, either taking bad action or, you know, sort of getting isolated from their families, um, because they have these sort of extreme beliefs, um, I, I have received emails from families about their kids saying, you know, I was told about, you know, one family's son who had graduated from college, had everything in front of him and decided to give up his job in order to move home um, and become a Q follower. And it was important to him because he knows the world's going to be in a different place very soon and he needs to help people adapt. So, I mean, does yeah. this Q person have any conscience whatsoever with, with what they're doing? I mean, it, I hear at points, oh, Q has stopped posting, and I'm like, oh, good. <laughs> but then it keeps coming well, back. Of course. Yeah, yeah. They, yeah the, the, you know, the question is, like, does this Q person have any conscience whatsoever? And the, the, the answer is, I, I, really don't, I really don't think so. I really think that, that uh, I mean, I obviously I can't, I can't, uh, Diagnose someone from from uh, yeah because I don't have the qualifications. Even if I did, I couldn't diagnose someone from behind some eight chan posts. But they really do act in a really super callous sociopathic way. Uh, like I'll give you an example. Um, they uh, Q once uh, pointed to a uh, a parody account on Twitter named Satan. This was an account that sort of made jokes in the voice of the devil, basically. And this was it was run by this twenty uh, six year old. British man, and Q pointed um, pointed uh, was it the, uh, the the Q, QAnon followers claiming that the Satan account was actually run by the elites and used to signal sort of to to, to uh, other evil people, and basically there were some sort of big names uh, behind it, and of course you know the uh, the the QAnon community they wound up uh, doxing and harassing this person who is just a person just a guy um, because Q points to them now obviously Q did not care what happened to this innocent person who was just running a silly little Twitter account 
so I think it, I think it's pretty clear that this that this person really only cares about maintaining this uh, maintaining this cult and feeding them for whatever reason. We think that you know they, they might be monetizing this in sort of uh, um, other ways through like T-shirts or through live stream donations, that kind of stuff. But um, but yeah, it, it's pretty clear that they they don't uh, they really don't care what happens to their own the, the QAnon believers or anyone else who might be affected by the QAnon community. Wow. Do, do we know like what what the Trump administration thinks about the whole QAnon group or if they're even interested in it? It's interesting. Uh, so so um, uh, Sarah Huckabee Sanders, press sec- White House press secretary, was asked, um, was once asked after the uh, Florida rally that you mentioned, and her response was super general and vague and so a reporter asked her, it's like, it's like, uh, it's like, well, you know, what do you think about, you know, this, these sort of like QAnon groups? And she didn't respond to Jack. It's like, oh, you know, we've been very consistent. We, re- we reject um, any organization that uh, that supports uh, violence, and that kind of stuff. But she she didn't address it directly. So uh, really, really, um, the White House has not answered the question directly. In fact, um, I. The, the QAnon community is very, very eager for any any uh, reporter to ask uh, either Trump or uh, Press Secretary Sanders about QAnon. In fact, they want people to ask. They say often, "Ask the Q, ask the Q" on Twitter. The idea is that uh, they want people to ask, "Who is Q?" or "Do you know Q?" They want President Trump to address this this question directly because they feel that after they, their theory is that after Trump is asked this question, he'll say, yes, Q is real and he'll, 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 he'll explain everything. But, mm-hmm. um, and that, this will be sort of the ultimate validation for them. But, uh, as of right now, no, um, uh, the white house has not really directly addressed QAnon. Do you ever feel threatened by anybody? Uh, you've got a huge Twitter following and, and mm-hmm. that's kind of how you, uh, interact on social mm-hmm. media. Um, are are you ever feeling threatened or being watched by anybody? Um, in, uh, you know, I, I do. I did happen to. You know, there's some there's some sort of big sort of QAnon names that sort of uh, uh, that sort of debate me. At least they sort of like they target me and they take issue with the things I post and things I say. But the answer is no. I've never, I've never received any uh, any threats or anything that sort of made me feel um, uh, dangerous. In fact, they've never even yet been able. No one in the QAnon community uh, has been yet been able to uh, to dox me. They haven't, you know, they haven't revealed, uh, you know, anything about like my, my real name or or uh, where I live quite yet. Which is the I always, I always thought was. I thought it was kind of funny. These are sort of the crack researchers that are supposed to be taking down the deep state. They can't even find a guy's Twitter account. But I really don't feel threatened by them. I know that there there certainly have been people who have gone too far, but I really feel like the majority of them really they don't they think that they can change the world from behind their computer. They don't want to do anything serious themselves. Yeah. Now uh, let's give out your uh, what kind of contact information or where do you want people to. Uh follow or um hear what you've got to say sure sure if you're yeah if you're you you're interested in uh QAnon, I, I i track what they sort of what they're what they believe and what they're doing day to day on my twitter account and that's uh, at travis underscore view v-i-e-w and um, i also have a podcast called q 
QAnon Anonymous. And you can just type QAnon Anonymous into your favorite podcasting app, and uh, we release uh, an episode every week. Okay, we'll we'll link that to ours. Um, cool. Now, um, Joe gets paid by the government now, so do you as well? <laughs> <laughs> just because I'm going to get at least... 50 emails saying... Yeah, Al's been telling me about all the hate mail I get, telling me I'm bought and paid for and whatnot. Yeah, he's obviously paid for. So, uh, I I do... I will say, uh, so I do have a a, a day job. I I work in marketing, but it is for a company that has... It's for a private company that has no connection to any government or political organization. So, I'm free and clear. Liar. <laughs> you haven't been involved in MK Ultra or anything like that, no? I have not been MK Ultra quite yet. If, if if that does happen, I'll be sure to update you. Well, you know, I'm going to get it. So, um, okay, well, men, let's uh, order some pizza. And <laughs> really good spirit pizza out there, I hear. Um, I know a shop. Um, anyway, it's been a great show, and um, we really appreciate you taking the time um, to come on and, and uh, give us some information about it. Um, thank you very much, Travis, for you. Gentlemen, it's been a pleasure. Thank you. To find out more about our show, guests, or to listen to past shows from our archive, please go to www.houseofmysteryradio.com. Show's over for now. Was it as good for you as it was for me? Well, good night. This has been a production of Something Weird Media. I'll be back. You've been listening to the House of Mystery radio show. To find out more about our guests, hosts, or shows, go to www.houseofmystery.com. Show's over for now. Was it as good for you as it was for me? Well, good night. This has been a production of Something Weird Media. I'll be back.